Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Here we go. Matthew 12, 33, New Living Translation says, A tree is identified by its fruit. And if a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? Whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit or condemn you. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building, even in the presence of our God. Come back with me in this uh, passage of reading to the 36th verse. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, 36, where you find these words recorded. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word. I want to talk in this worship setting course, believing by faith that somebody is going to be helped by the very word of God. But I want to talk about intentional faith. Intentional. Faith with intentions. This perhaps is not necessarily the best audience because each of you who are here are here with intentions. You don't get up this time of morning on a Sunday or any day without intention. Perhaps in order for me to get up this morning, I had to make some nighttime decisions. Uh, I, I, I would love uh, to again now because of the writer's strike, they running so many rewinds. But I, 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 one of the things that I enjoy, those uh, rare times that I'm not preaching on a Sunday morning, is watching Saturday Night Life, Saturday Night Live. 
I love that. Of course, with being able to watch and relax and to take it easy. Typically, I have to record it because I can't watch it live because I want to be live when I get up on Sunday morning. I don't think that you deserve or desire to see a, a preacher getting up sleepy, tired, sluggish. That's not what you get up for. Matter of fact, God does not want your sluggish worship, your sluggish praise. I'm grateful for these singers who come in with a sense of energy, enthusiasm, excitement. I'm glad that they are the types of singers that they can sing and be joyful. And, and even once they finish singing, they don't go to sleep. I know it's dark up there, but they wide awake. Uh, but you know, there are some persons who can only get excited when they have the microphone, when they have the spotlight. That's when they get enthused, give it their all. Matter of fact, that even happens in church life when people have certain positions. That while they're in position, they are energized. And then once they're out of position, then all of a sudden they become scarce and you don't see very much of them. What kind of faith do you have? Do you have a faith of intention? Now, understand this, my brothers and sisters and Highland Park family, that when you have intention, you still have to deal with the wrestling. There's internal wrestling. There's external wrestling. We wrestle with ourselves. And many times, this wrestling is a spiritual wrestling. Matter of fact, you, you're trying to develop and move into who it is that you feel that God wants you to be. Intentions. I intend, I intend, whether you're talking about intending to be successful, how you're intending to grow in the faith, how you're intending for certain positive things to happen in your life. I mentioned this statement in terms of persons looking at their finances and I was talking with a person the other day and I had a conversation with them and I shook them up because I said to them, because the, we, we shifted from, uh, I said, how's your prayer life? Good, I'm, I pray, I pray. Are you reading your Bible? Not much. That's a problem. Because if you call yourself a believer, how are you going to navigate life and you're not reading the manual? And then I went for the dagger. I said, how is your giving? Because you have to understand, when I look at my relationship with God, I've got to look at my relationship from every angle. Now, I'm, I, I, I pray that I'm not shaking you up too much. But I am saying to you, there must be intention. Let me stay there a little bit. Holy Spirit won't let me move off that point. Every person who tithes, does it with intention. You cannot be a tither without intention. You will not be, you will not just, oh, I feel, no, 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 no. If you are a tither, you will intend.
intend to tithe. You'll intend every dollar that comes to me, a dime minimum is going to God. I intend for that to happen. And so it does not happen just about what I have in my, in my matter of fact, matter of fact, when I was in New York, uh, our church, we had go through a whole lot of growth and that kind of thing, but uh, we had about five or six offerings in church, about five or six. We, I mean, you came in, every time you turn around, with another offering for this, another offering for that. And, and then I, I watched a member one, one Sunday. I watched them because they, they had a guest to come. And, and then the one first offering came around, and it, this was the change offering. It, 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 whatever loose change you had, you kind of threw it in there. And, and I saw them lean over to the person and say, don't worry about this one. This is, this is not the big one. This, the, the big one's going to be a little bit later because we're going to march for that. And, and I was in Harlem, so the ushers marched on Sunday. Amen. I, I mean, there's nothing spiritual about a march. But, they, but after everybody would give, then the organist would get on there and the ushers would. Some of y'all came from churches like that. Don't look at me funny. And not only did the ushers march, but then, then the nurses marched. You'd have, they'd have, they had, had gotten a, not one nursing class anywhere, but they could march. Matter of fact, we had to fire a musician because he, he could not play the march right. They said, Reverend, we can't have him. He does, not, he does not give us marching music. What I'm trying to say is there must be, spiritually so, intention. You're intending. Now understand, because of spiritual warfare, the devil wants to kill your intention. I'm, you had a mind to do it one way, but then there's something pulling you in another direction. And then you feel that, that old part of you about to leap out of your spirit. Some of y'all, you can, you, you can celebrate that you've come a long way, baby. Oh, yeah. You thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. They should have seen you before. Because they have seen you before. They, they, they'd have seen a totally different person. But we look at this sense of intention. Intention. The Matthew's gospel, of course, we look at his transition, that being the tax collector. And we look at his development, his growth, his faith, his faithfulness. And the same intention that he used as the collecting taxes is now the intention that he's got to do in terms of his faith. You look at where I once was and where you are now. I preached about Saul of Tarsus, his transition to being Paul, the, the gospel globetrotter. And then you understand that the same kind of intention that he had for evil, now he's used in, using that intention for the purpose of God. And matter of fact, folk around him don't even believe what has really transpired in his life. But in other words, if I keep watching you and you keep being intentional in your faith, you can realize the great things that God can do in your life. Here it is. Number one, maximize the power of words. Your words are powerful. And you've got to be careful because of negative words negative thoughts. 
negative people who put negative things in your ear. And then once they put them in your ear, and then not only do they want it in your ear, but I want it in your spirit. I'm intentional that I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to be anchored in that dark place. The power of words. Words are so powerful and poignant. And six and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt. Oh, yes, they will. Words can hurt you. Matter of fact, we are looking at people who have been damaged by words. We've been damaged, and, and sometimes that has come from family and parental. And, and, and I just finished a book about the choice, and, and I'm looking at all these st- stories that, that the author is talking about of people who have been damaged. Negativity has got has tried to get into your spirit. And sometimes you are trying to shake off the abuses of your youth. Being told you can't do something. Instead of realizing what God has indeed placed in you. That he can bring out the very best in you. Intentional faith. I'm intentional about my faith. I'm I'm intentional about the words that I'm going to share. He says, you must give an account for every idle word you speak. How about this words you speak under your breath? Huh? Who am I talking to? You, you got some things that you said. You hadn't said it. Yeah, what did you say? I didn't say anything. They didn't hear it. God heard it. You said every idle word. Matter of fact, somebody ought to be looking around now. I'm trying to pray. God, don't send a lightning bolt in this church. Because I know some of the things I have said. Under my breath. You so very you intentional. The, the words, the words are so well. He said the words, verse number 37, the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. You better be glad that they're not hooking you up to a lie detector. Come on, somebody. Some folk will be in some real trouble. I mean, you look at all church good today, looking all night, but we hooked you up to a lie detector. And then we will find out, they, they, they say that, that there's a truth serum that's out there. And that if you, that if you drink the truth serum, the, I, I'll get the real truth out of you. Intentional. Now, you've done some things and you made some wrong steps, but you can still come to God and say, God, here I am. And I turn it over to you. Lord, I put it in your hands. The idle words that I share. The second thing I need to tell you is that every believer should desire to be fruitful with their witness and their lives. Every believer should desire. I want to be fruitful. I want to bear fruit. 
And I could ask you the question in, 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 in the language of the late Dr. Samuel DeWitt Proctor and ask you the relevant question, what kind of fruit comes from you? Are you fruitful or fruitless? Are you like the tree, the fig tree that you're supposed to be bearing figs, but you got nothing? You got everything church-like. And matter of fact, I heard the late Dr. Frederick Sampson of Detroit, Michigan say that some churches need to take down Ron Henderson, their signs. Because you are representing one thing. You, you are, at least I can, I can see what you're supposed to be. But then I'm not getting what God would intend for you to do. We have to be, matter of fact, you, you have to look at this thing, this uh, intentional faith, intentional faith. How, how do we grow persons in the faith? Intentional. Every church who has a lot of men in worship, let me give you, let me, let me, let me give you, let me give you a little case study. Every, every male in church stand up right now. Every male in church, every male in church. All right, sit, sit back down. That is an image you're not going to see everywhere. Not going to see it. You churches that have men in them have to be intentional. Now, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it, but this is just an observation. In a lot of pulpits, there is a, I'm trying to say this is nice. But in a lot of churches, they do not preach a gospel that's going to grab men. I'm not saying they're infeminate. I'm not saying they're soft. But I am saying you have to be intentional. I'm intentional about preaching to men. And it, 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 there's a thread that comes through. You, you're not going to, it's not overt. I do not hit you in the face with it. But there are men that come to church because there are certain things that the Holy Spirit is speaking to their hearts, spirit. Now, understand this reality. We know that the church, the church would be in serious trouble if it were not for women. Amen. Now, and, and I, I must say that in some churches who try to minimize women and make them second class, I don't believe you got to make a woman second class to make you feel stronger. Come on, somebody. You can empower women and men in the same space. So that there are women who can now say, I hear the voice of God and I see what God wants to do in my life too. Some men thought that keeping women down would make them stronger. And if you look at those churches, you look at dying churches and dead churches 
and churches that you can talk about there yesterday and not there today. There must be intention in all in all of it. Same same thing. Thing same thing operates if you if you're going to talk about youth, if you're going to talk about young adults, if you're going to talk about millennials, you're going to talk about there must be intention. There must be intention. There must be intention to meet all of these different groups. And that's why we can come into a, 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 an atmosphere where you got all types. You got all types in terms of age, academics, professional life. All, all, all of that's in this room right now. You've got some big ballers in this room right now. And you got some folk that, that are hoping for things to open up. And, and, I, and I'm thanking God that I, I'm here today with intention because I want some of what the blessings that have rubbed off on you to rub off on me. I want to do better. I want to be stronger. I want to go further. I want to do more for the kingdom. Intentional faith. Some folk came in here with intention. You intended to praise God this morning. I intend. I don't care what somebody to my right or my left or front back. I came in here and I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continually be in my mouth. Intention. Intentional in my faith. And so I look at the reality, number one, that maximize the power of words. But then I'm also realizing that every believer is, should desire to be fruitful with their witness and their lives. Verse number 33 is where, we, is, is where I pull that thought from. A tree is identified by its fruit. And if a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. What makes for good fruit? Matter of fact, you would have to say what makes good fruit, and there's some, there's some plant lovers who are out there right now, but good fruit has a lot to do with the root. You don't develop good fruit just on, just on the exterior. You got to develop the good fruit underneath the dirt. I'm nurturing underneath the dirt. And so what is underneath the dirt is being able to rise up. And now as it's rising up, there's the work underneath the dirt. It's the work in the dirt. Come on, somebody. Sometime, in order for you to get to good fruit, you got to do some work in the dirt. I said something. Now, if, if I was T.D. Jakes, you'd be running around and, and shouting and, 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 and dropping money on the pulpit right now on that one. I know that was a major point. You got to work in the dirt. You got to work in the dirt. You see, 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 some of us, we, we, want, we want a clean religion. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want to live with anything too dirty. 
We don't want to do, we don't want to deal. But sometimes God wants you to be able to work in the dirt. He wants you to work in the dirt. He don't want you just, just, just coming in at showtime. This is not the Apollo. I can't get up to the pulpit and all of a sudden try to get up here scratching my head trying to figure out what am I going to do. No, I got to do some work in the dirt. Some of you, and I'm thanking God that Royal, you gave your testimony 33 years. Praise God. Praise God. Larry Craig, you giving your testimony. Praise God. See, what persons don't know is what and how God works with us while we are in the dirt. Come on, somebody. While you were in the dirt, God worked with you. While were you in the dirt, God was able to dust you off and pick you up and care for you and comfort you and give you just what you need, even coming out of the dirt. Some of us, we, we, we started out and we were in church and, and they were, somebody was trying to lead you in the right direction. But we were attracted by the dirt. We got to experiment for ourselves. And thank God that some of us experimented, but the Lord has delivered us. Oh, somebody ought to praise God for deliverance. alcohol and drugs and and now we got legalized cannabis it was already it was already smelling that mess all the time anyway and you're gonna smell it more now 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 they say when your neighbors start smoking you can't even call anybody nothing you can do and and, and you remember the day matter of fact when you were in the dirt and when you were on the, on the inside, you know how you used to get a roll of wet towel. See, some folks don't know what I'm talking about, but there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a few of y'all. You had a wet towel, and you put the wet towel at, at, the, at, the, at the bottom of the door because you wanted to maintain But God, I wish I had a witness here. But God still loved us anyhow. But God said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I, I, I will. Give you rest. I'm resting. Whew. In the arms of God. Intentional faith. Faith with intentions. Intentions. I'm not going to let you get me thrown off. As a matter of fact, this message for some young persons, you've got to be intentional in your faith. Here's my last. Here's, here's my last one. Here's my last one. Fill up the treasury of one's heart 
with things that are pleasing to God. The treasury. I know where your heart is if I know where you, your treasures are. I'm, I'm, I'm clear on where your heart is. If I, if I know where your finances are, I know where your heart is. Fill up the treasury of one's heart with things that are pleasing to God. Now, you don't have to figure out what's pleasing to God. All I got to do is look in the Word. Study the Word. Show yourself as a workman, a workwoman who would be approved. I, I want to I do that which is pleasing to you. Intentionally so. Verse number 35. Here it is. Here it is. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. The treasury is all encompassing. It's not just a part of me. It's not, not a parcel of me. That, that's, why, that's why when you look at your faith and your faithfulness, it, you, you, you can't just put your faith in, in one little corner. Your faith is who you are. Undeniably so. So wherever I am, the light of the Lord shines. So I don't just put my church clothes on and all, all of a sudden become churchy. I intentionally say that whether I'm in a suit or like I was last night in my jeans and sneakers, whatever that is, that's still intention. I love Jesus. I'm not going to apologize for that. Our, our, our worldly friends don't apologize for where they stand. Excuse my French. You don't know it. You don't even know French. Pauli Rouvron say, you don't know, you don't even know French. He'll drink. Yeah, you know, a little something make you comfortable. No, comfortable? I'm intentional about my faith. I'm intentional about my praise and my adoration unto God. I'm intentional for whatever it is, God, that you want to do. The treasury, the real essence of who you are. And if I don't get this thing right, and I don't fill my heart with good, evil can slip in. That's why some persons who don't have that Kenny Smith and all in spirit. That's how they can get overcome. You have to be intentional. Devil, you're not going to have any space in my life. You're not going to have any jurisdiction here. I'm understanding. I'm standing on the word of God. And I thank God that as I stand on this word, no matter what challenge comes my way, I'm intentional. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Pitied 
my every groan. I will lift up my hand. I will give God praise. I will bless the name of the Lord. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here? And you, you don't mind praising God intentionally, intentionally. Clap your hands. Let out a shout. Give God the glory. Yes! 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 In intentional faith. That's what we've got to have. And God will bless us for being intentional. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. Power at the park.